the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. If you'd like to join us, if you have a car question, here's the phone number, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And the 960 comes, we are the Patriot, KKNT, and we're on 960 AM, the channel. So 602 508 0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurtz Auto Repair. He's proud to be an independent, family-owned, and operated auto facility. He's got Jeff and Eric. They're both master techs. Jeff runs the shop, and he's kind of like the service writer, and Eric is the lead technician. And these young guys are really, really good. Kurtz Auto Repair was recognized of one of this year's Better Business Bureau Ethics Award, and that says all you really need to know. They opened in 1987. They've been working on domestic and imports, both gas and diesel. They have ASE certified technician. I just covered that. And they're at I-17 and Bell in the northeast corner. I-17 and Bell in the northeast corner. Here's what I promise you. When you do business with them, within a couple of weeks after they, when you do business with them first time, within a couple of weeks after that, Kurt's wife will show up at your door with home-baked goods. And when was the last time we did that? Is this a... You telling me the truth here? I swear to God, I'm telling you that. Wow. I'm I'm telling you the truth. (laughs) She knocks on the door and she says... Unbelievable. I'm Kurt's wife, and you did business with Kurt's Automotive just recently, and we want to say thank you for trusting us. And here's some baked goods. And and she makes it. She actually does it. Now, my wife will bake banana bread and a million other different things. I bring it in and... I give it out, but we don't take it to anybody's home. Well, if you have 10 new customers a day, you, your wife would, would spend the rest of her life making banana bread because you're not going to cut a, a piece of banana bread by a quarter and take it over to somebody's house. They get the whole loaf, I'm thinking. I mean, I'm thinking. Or <laughs> that's a hard one. Don't know where to go with that yeah. one. Absolutely. I, I understand. I understand. So we car repair is hard enough, but I read something the other day that I kind of like. It talked about symptoms. So it talked about don't let the customer tell you, I need you to line my car. I think the question that they were trying to drive home was, is why? What's it doing? What problem are you having? Right. It's got a bad vibration. Then it doesn't need an alignment, more than likely. Okay. And that's one of the biggest things people, people mistake. Okay. Tire balance and alignment. Okay. So um, I want you to to replace my brakes. Why? Um, I've got this bad vibration in the seat of my pants. Well, may not be need to be replaced, may just need to resurface your rear rotors. Okay. And then you can say, um, does it only happen when you apply the brakes? Yes. Okay. Then we're there. 
Um, I had a guy come in and say, I want you to put a starter in a V8 Monza, a Chevrolet Monza. And it's like, it's an $800 labor job. And so I said, can't, can't we check it out here first? And he goes, no. He said, intermittently it doesn't start. So we did it. We put the starter in and I don't know, $800 for the labor. And so it wouldn't start when we got out of the, when we tried to get it out of the bay. So we checked it real quick, and the clutch switch is bad. So you have to push the clutch in to get the starter to engage. So we just bypassed the clutch switch, and and it started every single time. Then we took the little paper clip out of the the, uh, connector, and then one out of every ten times it would start. And you have to push the clutch in just right, hold your mouth just right. So what do you do then? Well, you do your best not to do that in the first place, but every once in a while, customers will come in there and say, no, I just want you to do what I'm asking you to do, and all you can do is just tell them ahead of time, okay. Yeah, we actually have a form for that now. Yes, we we usually make them sign off that, hey, we're not fixing this because we say it's going to fix it. We're fixing it because you asked us to. You instructed us to do this, perform this. So realistically, I had two choices. Say nothing and just replace this $12 switch. But I'm a little ornery, so I didn't do that. I said to the guy, you made a bad mistake. You made. I wish you would have let us diagnose this, but you refused. Put your hand out, and I put that $12 switch in his hand. I said, that's what's the matter with it. I thought you were going to slap his hand. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. I don't want to go to jail. (laughs) Well, I didn't mean slap hard. Yeah, no, no, no. I just put the thing in his hand and said this was it. I said, I I hate to give you the bad news, but you asked us to replace the starter. We did, and it wouldn't start for us, and we tracked it down to this clutch switch. And so that's all it was. And the key to us was this. You said when it didn't start, there was no noise. So the solenoid didn't click. The starter didn't go, uh, uh. So if there's no noise, then there's no power getting to the starter. But you were adamant that you wanted us to replace the starter. Now, that only happens once a year. We have to pull the form out once a year. And the real heartbreak is, is the wife comes in and tells us what the husband said. After it's already done? No, before. Oh, before. Yeah, the wife comes in and says, my husband said, put spark plugs in it. And so you put spark plugs in it, and he comes back and he says, it's still doing it. And you look at the word repair order and you go, doing what? Who diagnosed it as spark plugs? So I, I guess my best story is, is a guy said, I, I, I want you to align it. And that's all he would tell us. And I said, okay. And he says, and then it's got a, a bad miss to it. And I, I want you to put spark plugs in it. And I said, okay. So we did an alignment and there was nothing wrong with the alignment. So we, we, we did what we call hang four heads. So you charge him about five-eighths of what an alignment costs because you didn't really align it, but you have to do a lot of work to take the take the readings. And we put a spark plugs in it. So he's gone for maybe two hours, and he comes back, and he goes, it's still there. And I said, you didn't tell us what it's still there. So we get in the car, and he goes, feel that vibration? And I said, I do. And he goes, why didn't you fix that? And I said, well, you had me working on the wrong end of the car. If the vibration's in the seat of your pants, it's in the back of the car. And obviously you have a bad tire with the tread separation. So you've got a bad tire, and, it, and, and you're having us work on the front of the car when the problem's in the back of the car. And he says, okay. He says, well, why didn't you fix the miss on the engine? I says, well, can you make it happen? So we're driving down the road, and he turns on his air conditioning, and this is what we hear. Eee- 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 
So the motor's doing that. So I said, do you want, you want me to fix that? And he goes, yeah. Can you guess? Fan motor? Air conditioning, low pressure switch. It's low on Freon. So it's cycling the compressor on and oh, off. Oh, okay. I'm with you. So I just turned the air off, and I said, there, I fixed it. Sometimes it's hard to figure out noises over a radio. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I tell people, and I'm sure you do too, if you've got a problem that's intermittent, figure out how to make it happen, then come over and I'll give you a tech for 15 minutes. Oh, that's one of the worst things in the world is the same things going to the doctor, the problem that won't show up. Yeah. Yeah, and then you only have two choices. Wait till it gets worse and easier to find or make a guess with your money. Not no. yours, the shop, but the customer's yes, money. I knew, I knew what you meant there. No, we yeah. try not to do that because uh, customers don't tend to like when you make a guess with their money. And, and you're absolutely right. But Mrs. Chamberlain, who's been a customer of ours for 100 years, has a 20-year-old car, and it's a little Dodge Aries. And she says intermittently it dies. So we pull the cap off of it, and there's seven different colors of pickup assemblies in her electronic ignition. And the very first color is a white one. And we've we've gone white, yellow, blue, pink, black, whatever it is. So we find one. Hers is white, and the newest one is orange. So we say to her, it's a $100 guess. We can't get it to happen. But we know there's seven upgrades to this electrical component in your distributor. And what year car is this? I don't know. A 20-year-old. Okay. A, a, what's that? A, a 2006 Dodge Aries, or it's actually, it's probably older than that. I don't think they made an Aries in 2006. So that's what we said. And we hit a home run, but I was gambling. I told her it's going to cost you 100 bucks, And I'm not going to warranty this. This is a guess. You need to watch my lips. G-U-E-S-S. Yes, there's definitely times that you have to do that. You have or, to offer it. Yes. Okay. And you give them the choice. The customer has a choice. Do you want us to take an educated guess on your car? Because everything isn't always black and white. Sometimes you just have to take an educated guess as to probably what's wrong. And there you go. We had a Ford truck the other day that had an injector code. And it had gone to another shop and they bit all the injectors. So we could see that that injector had a code. But we, we gunned the exhaust manifold and we didn't have a cool exhaust manifold, which indicate there's no fuel and there's no combustion. So we asked the customer's permission to spend $125 to switch five with four. Because five's on one side, four's on the other. And he says, what's that going to do? And that's going to tell us if it's the injector or the spark plug or the boot. But we have an injector code, which means a misfire. So if we switch the injector, will the problem follow the injector? So will the new, new, code, new code come up is that it's four? So this is something that will help us hone in on it, but it's $125. He says, okay. And so we did just exactly that. We switched five with four, charged him $125. He comes back in. The check engine light comes on in 10 days. He comes back in. The problem's now four. So what does that tell you? The injector. You move the problem from five to four. So the injector's bad. That's all there is to it. I didn't move the spark plug or the wire. I didn't move any of that. It doesn't have a valve problem. It doesn't have a compression problem. It doesn't have any of that. All I did is move this injector. So we gave him a deal on the labor because we'd already done it for $125. So we charged him for one injector, and I think we probably charged him $85 to replace it again. 
and then he told us that he had it to another shop and they had it told him that he needed all the injectors and he said no because that's like three thousand bucks and then they said well let us do the plugs and the plug wires and you know that's coil over ignition so it's got that short plug wire that might be two inches long so they replaced all the boots and the and the wires and the spark plugs and that didn't fix it so at that point he came from the 303 in Glendale and he says I don't know if you can fix this or not and that's when we just we did 30 minutes worth of work and we said we want to switch the two injectors so he had to guess with his money but and then when two months later another one goes out then what do you do same thing I only have one to warranty I only have one to warranty I, I can't have a crystal ball I don't have the ability to look into the future if I did, I wouldn't be an auto mechanic. Well, I only said that because that can happen. Oh, and I, you I, know you've had it happen lots of times, and then two months later, another one goes right. out. If I were really capable of knowing what the future is, some I would have won that, what it was, a half a million, half a billion dollar a lot lottery. Of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one person won all that money. That's what they said. But it was one in 12 zeros, a one in 12 quadrillion, they said. One in twelve quadrillion, and I guess quadrillion is twelve zeros after the one. I read that, or I didn't read it, but I saw it on television. And so, if you can believe him, then that's the issue. That was his percentage chance of winning. That's that. Yes, that's what the whole purpose. Percentage of, that, of winning. Yeah, your odds were one in twelve quadrillion. That's the way. I think that's the way they said it. Okay, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, maybe you have an estimate, and maybe we can talk about symptoms. Maybe we can talk about, do I need this at this mileage? Maybe we can talk about a lot of things, but you just have to call 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-337-4168. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-337-4168. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-337-4168. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou is like you. 
He's on meds, too. Call 800-337-4168. 800-337-4168. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your fly. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. 960 The Patriot, with the most important voice, yours. Have your voice heard. Use the hashtag I'm with the Patriot on Twitter or Facebook now. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem with Lane Bridwell from Bridwell Auto Center, Scottsdale and Lincoln. And it's on the southwest corner. So if you live in that area, it's a good place to be. And they've been around ever since Jesus was a baby. So they've been around. It's not like they were born yesterday and started working yesterday. Uh, Let me tell you real quick about Automatic Transmission Exchange. Speaking of guys that have been around a long time, Phil's been around since 1968 in the same location at 40th Street in Washington. Phil's really good at transmission diagnosis. So if your car's acting up and you can make it act up, then stop by Phil's and he'll drive the car with you or he'll have one of his staff drive the car with you and they're very skilled at being able to figure that out. So when they start looking at the big picture, the idea is, is symptoms, Diagnose the symptoms, make the repair, give an estimate, make the repair, and then test drive the car to make sure that what you went in to fix, you actually fixed. And Phil is really, really good at that. So he's a good guy at 40th Street in Washington, automatic transmission exchange. We call it ATE. It's a good transmission shop for those of you in Central Phoenix. Tom, good morning to you. How is it I can help you? Hi, Mark. How are you doing? I had a good. question in the motorhome. I've got an old uh, 95 Newmar. On a 450 Ford chassis, that's 38 foot got a tag axle on the back. Okay. Someone was trying to tell me truck tires instead of RV tires. Is there a difference, and where's the trade-off, the number of plies, as far as getting the value on that? Okay, it has nothing to do with the plies. Um, you can use either one. You can use an RV tire or you can use a truck tire, but here's the deal. Let's pretend, just for the sake of of math, so I don't have to tax to my head, let's say your motor home, how many tires does it have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight tires, I'm with you. Let's pretend that um, it weighs 40,000 pounds, okay? So we we take eight into 40,000 pounds, and uh, we're somewhere in the vicinity of 4,000 pounds a tire, right? Eight into 40? Or five. Or five. There you go. Thank you. 
I told you I'm math challenged. I don't have a calculator. <laughs> so so you need using that math, you need every single tire to have a five thousand load capability. It doesn't really make any difference. I like Toyos. What kind of tires do you sell of the light truck or the heavy truck, do you? Lots of different tires. Okay. And, and and a lot of people do that. A lot of people use lots of different tires. But Toyo's a good tire. Yeah. I've sold lots of them in my life. Good, good, good. So the answer to your question is, is it doesn't make any difference what brand you buy, but on the door sticker to the left of your knee, on the wall there, that door sticker gives you gross vehicle weight, GVWR, gross vehicle weight rating. And it tells you how much that coach weighs. And then you just divide it by eight. Now, here's the sin. If you're supposed to have eight 5,000-pound tires and you have eight 3,000-pound tires, that's a really bad deal. And, that, and of course, you know that if you start splitting tires and throwing front treads and, and, uh, and overloading the tires, then it's going it, to—a blowout in a motorhome usually takes the fiberglass fender out of it, takes flooring out of it, it, it busts toilets and all that kind of stuff because the tread flaps around at 60 miles an hour when you blow a tire. So it's not like a car. So to answer your question, I think it's just a matter of numbers. If you have to go to a truck tire, and usually a light truck tire would be good, but not a semi-truck tire, then um, you, if you have to go to a light truck tire, then you have to go to a light truck tire. You're certainly not going to put a passenger car tire on there because they don't have weight limits more than about 22, 2,500 pounds. So if you go 2,500 times 8, what is that, Mr. Mathematician? 25,000? 20, 20,000. Yeah. I, I got it just bef- just the same thing <laughs> you did. So that's 20 on a 40,000 mile or $40,000 or 40,000 pound coach. That's hypothetically. Does that all make sense to you? Yeah, it does. It does. I know right on the side of the tire, it'll show the maximum load rating. And say, I know there's some uh, maximum inflation and load rating. That's, so it'll be a number on the tire. Yep, you're looking at maximum pounds, maximum load. Forget the plies, okay. forget all that other stuff. Forget the the inflation, all that other stuff. Now, I've been doing motorhomes for a heck of a long time, and I always ran my motorhomes at maximum inflation. Do you want to know why? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Remember when you rode a bike and the tires were flat? and you rode to your corner gas station and it took a lot of effort to get there and then you aired up your bicycle tires and it was like you you, you had a brand new bicycle on your way home. And so yes. I like to run mine at full inflation. If I hit a pothole with my motorhome tire, if it's fully inflated, then the wheel's not going to cut the tire. And when I get into it, if I ever get my motorhome sideways, and God help you if you get that three-axle motor going down the road sideways... If the tires are half flat, and I'm using this as an example, as soon as those tires bite, it's going to roll that motorhome over. But if the tires are fully inflated, then you're going to get sideways on the highway, and you're going to go, and then it's going to stop. So you have a huge risk if you get the motorhome sideways that it's called trip. We're going to trip the motorhome and throw it on its side. And, of course, you know, like I know, nobody wears their seatbelts in the motorhome. Oh, my, yeah. So anyway, okay, does that answer all your questions for you? It does. I, I had one other question. Go ahead. Uh, I've got an old Honda Accord 98. It does not have a filter in the transmission. So uh, if you drop, you know, if you drain the pan, it's four quarts. So 
probably 100,000 miles, probably never been. And I was thinking of putting the synthetic in, which will put it in mixed with whatever's in there. How would you do that? What do you think, Lane? All right. I'll, I'll take that one because that's a hard one. You can flush it out by using the cooler lines. So if you wanted to, you'd buy about 10 feet of, uh, of 3 eighths fuel line. And uh, you'd take the cooler lines off the radiator and you'd aim both of those in one five-gallon tank. You start the engine up, and one of them's going to be pushing, and one of them's going to be sucking. <laughs> so you pull the sucking one, okay. you pull the sucking one out, and you're you're now starting a transmission. You're starting the engine, and your transmission fluid is going to be evacuated into that five gallon pail. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. If Meanwhile, yeah, that's that's basically what we do. We use machines to do that. So we're going to evacuate the transmission, and then we're going to take that sucked line. And we're going to hook the, the pressure line back up, and we're going to take the suck line and stick it in a five-gallon bucket with new fluid. So when you start it back up, we're going to suck new fluid into it, and it's go into the transmission, and then it's going to go back to the cooler. And that's basically what we do. We do it a little fancier than that. Our equipment's a little bit more sophisticated. But here's the bad news. If you lose control of one of those ho hoses in your driveway... You're not going to get to the key before you got oil everywhere. <laughs> so, do you what? What do you guys charge? Round figures for a transmission flush. Well, obviously, it depends on whether you're using synthetic or okay. non-synthetic, but anywhere from a hundred to possibly as high as one seventy-five. Something I that agree area. with you. I agree with you. It depends on the fluid. And if he doesn't have a filter inside there, I'd still like to pull the pan because I'd like to see how much metal and seeing if there's any snap rings in there and stuff like that. So we pull the pan, make sure there's no filter in it. That's going to get some of the fluid. Put a new gasket, put the pan back up and flush it. I'm with you. 150 to 175, somewhere around there. So that you didn't have pull the pan in yours. You just had a flush. Correct. Okay. So I'm going to go from 150 to 200. Okay. okay yes, if you have to pull the pan which quite often is the absolute best way, so you can see whether or not there's any metal in the filter. Right. And he said no filter, but if we have we have pieces of brass in there, we have broken snap rings in there, we know we got a problem. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. He's Lane Bridwell. We'll be right back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101.
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. for Life Outside the Box, a motivational health and fitness program designed to help you live a healthier, happier, more fulfilled life. Through better health and fitness, you'll learn how to get involved and overcome fears that keep you sidelined instead of participating in the game of life. From exercise, nutrition, injury prevention, and injury recovery to alternative methods of diagnosis and treatment, you'll discover new ways of thinking about health and fitness. It's Life Outside the Box, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot, uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Dream of Henry Ford. Lane Bridwell from Bridwell Automotive, Scottsdale Lincoln, is sitting next to me. And we're talking about cars. You're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, so you're going to get in if you call. Under This under the, this portion of Under the Hood is cut, brought to you by Air Park Auto Service. Air Park Auto Service opened in 1985 in, at the Scottsdale Air Park. They're on Rain Tree, just east of Hayden, which is just south of Bell or Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard. Nadine's been the owner and operator since the beginning. They've been in my best car 
car repair list for years and years and years, and it's a state-of-the-art clean and green facilities. They have the latest diagnostic tools. They serve as most makes and models of vehicles and cars and trucks. So if you live in way north Scottsdale, I know that you'll be happy with Air Park Auto Service. Again, it's in it's uh, Rain Tree, which is just south of Frank Lloyd Wright and just east of Hayden. So it's really close to the 101 and Frank Lloyd Wright. Good place to go. How about we go to the phones, Lane? Let's talk uh, to Robert. Robert, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark. I have a 2004 Chevy Silver, Silverado 5.3. Uh, I used to get about 16.6 miles per gallon in town, and I'm currently getting about 12. The engine seems to run beautifully. The transmission doesn't appear to be slipping. Uh, the tires are inflated. I have 170,000 miles. Um, trying you know, to figure out... I think, um, let me ask you, Lane, have you still got any old engine analyzers where you can measure CO and HC? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So in that case, what I would do, and, and I'm asking you that because we don't have any more. We don't have an old infrared machine. Well, we work on a lot of 60, 70 year, I mean, 70, 1960, 1970 cars, right. so we have no choice. They're restoring cars. Mm -hmm. So you do getting... a lot of that, and we have to have that. And, and vehicle emissions, Robert, is this. Pretend that there's a big knob sitting to the right of your driver's compartment. So we go 60 miles an hour, and we start turning the knob in, which controls fuel. So we keep turning, and we keep turning, and there's going to come a time where we turn it just a little bit, and it goes from 60 to 59. So that's called fuel trim. We have just got to the point where we are giving. So we back off the knob two or three clicks, and now you go back up to 60 miles an hour, and it's everything's perfect. There's not too much fuel being delivered to the engine. There's not too little fuel being, being delivered to the engine. So with an infrared machine, you can go in there and check idle and look at his CO and his HC. And you can tell quickly if the CO is high, so will the HC be. So if his CO is sitting there at 3 4 5%, either he's got a bad O2 sensor, he's got a bad catalytic converter, or he's, not, he's got, and an EGR won't cause a bad fuel problem, but if you have the ability to measure CO and HC, and you know what those mean, your guys do, then that's what you do. And most of the time, that uh, is somewhere between 50 and $60 to check the tailpipe emissions, not fix anything. So you agree? A hundred? Four hundred? Well, it depends on how deep you got to go. Anywhere from 50 to 110, somewhere in that area. Okay. That's including making adjustments. And, of okay. course, if it's a 07, there's no adjustment there to make. That's on older cars. Yeah, this is an 04, the 5.3. What I meant by that is stick the probe in the tailpipe, 50 bucks. It's not the further diagnosis. Okay, yes. You, you, because That's all you're doing. Right. Right. You, once you've determined that the HC is high and the CO is low, or they're both high, then you have to go into the diagnostic mode to see. But what you're looking for is CO real high. If the CO is real high, that's his fuel economy. We're dumping fuel in there that we don't really need. So the answer to your question is, is with a little bit of money, you can check that tailpipe, and that will tell you all you need to know. At 170,000 miles, I would probably put a vacuum gauge on it as well, and the vacuum should be in idle 17 inches, 16 to 18 inches, and I'd want to make sure it was there. And if the vacuum's not there, then you can have a plugged exhaust system. You can have a bad catalytic converter. And then we'd also look at your O2 sensor readings, and if we would make sure that the O2 is switching between 1 and 9, 1 and 9, 1 and 9. 
and if the O2 sensor is stuck at 9, then that's telling the, the engine, give me as much fuel as you can get, hence he loses fuel economy. So if the O2 sensor is stuck on the high end, there's your fuel economy. And I'm betting he only has two oxygen sensors on that, probably one in front of the cat and one behind the cat. So then the question is, is which one are we going to change? So does that help you, Robert? Do you have a, a garage that you can take it to? Ah, uh, yes, I do. Okay. I was just curious. The uh, exhaust pipe itself is, looks like it came from the factory. Okay. And that there's no black buildup or, or anything. It's totally clean. Okay. Let me ask you this. Have you reset the fuel economy in a long time? I did. Uh, I I had put a water pump in it, and uh, I had to disconnect the battery, and then I took it to emissions, but it was like two days later, and uh, they made me come back because the computer had been reset. Yep. Yeah, the monitors hadn't been reset. So at, when you came back, then the monitors had been reset. There was no codes, and you passed the emissions, yes? Yeah, no problem. Okay. I have one other question for you. Has your grandson been driving this any at all? No, I'm the primary driver. I'm 70 years old. And, okay. Um, I'm, I'm just go easy on it. Okay, I'm just teasing you because if your answer would have said, you know, come to think of it, he came and borrowed it for a week. Um, young men have a bad habit of knocking five miles of the gallon off your car when they drive it versus the, you and I drive it. So I, I was making a joke about your grandson driving it because that would explain why you, you went from uh, 16 6 to, to 12. That would explain. I used to be one of those people. You know. <laughs> we all were. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and so you know exactly. Um, I think this is fixable, but the first thing I'd do is look in the owner's manual and I would reset your fuel economy. And uh, and then let it wait for about two weeks and, and see what it says. Um, you can do that from your steering column to reset your fuel economy. You don't have to disconnect the battery. So look in your owner's manual, and that will help you do it. Thank you very much, Robert. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. Lane Bridwell from Bridwell Automotive Center in Scottsdale is sitting next to me. We'll be back right after this. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, Volunteer to read to children. Make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. The media landscape has changed. Let's be clear. Donald Trump will lose the election. Wrong. I personally think this race is over. To me, this race is over. Politico's latest survey of degrees, quote, Clinton will crush Trump. Wrong. From major network television down to local radio, fake news is being exposed. You are fake news. But there's one station that doesn't talk at you, but with you. 
one station that doesn't talk about important people, but to them. There's one station that doesn't pretend to be what it isn't. That station is the number one conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Don't stand for entertainment in place of information. Stand with The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot isn't just a trend, it's a statement. Your voice, your station. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Hashtag I'm with The Patriot. Together, we will make America great again. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour. Lane Bridwell from Bridwell Automotive. Bridwell Automotive Center is sitting next to me. SNS Tire, though, I want to talk about in the west side. Peoria, Surprise, Goodyear, SNS Tire. They have a, the most comprehensive line of tires and many, many different brands. Why, does, why do you care about that? You can pull in, they'll take your tire size, and you say to them, I want a price for good, better, best. And they can pull that out. So they can say, here's your good, here's your better, here's your best, and here's the three prices, and you write your check before we even start. This is a total thing. I've got all the taxes, the FETs, the mounting and bouncing. It's all in there. So they have any tire you want for your personal vehicle, plus wheelbarrows to tractors and everything in between. So they'll balance your new tires, and they do related tire stuff like alignments and suspension. So if you're looking for new tires on anything you own and you're in the West Valley, then SNS Tire is where I think you should go. Mike, good morning. How can we help you? Hey, I have a uh, F250 uh, 2000, and it's a uh, starter, and I've been replacing the starter. It's like the third one. Now, they've been the rebuild from, you know, like an AutoZone-type starter. And it's just running through it after about three weeks. And I looked through, and I turned the gear to, set, to see if any teeth were missing. Now, there's some shavings inside the case when I take the starter out. Not much, just a little bit. And then it runs perfect for, you know, a couple weeks. And then all of a sudden, it just starts back to grind, and, you know, how you're turning it over. It's just 
Okay. Grinding away. All right. Now, now it's hold on. consistently gets worse. Okay. So all I have from your, your conversation is, is it grinds? So I want to know, when you turn the key, does it sound like it would if the engine's already running? Um, yeah, kind of. You know okay. how, yeah, if you try to start it. Okay. Um, when it started already. Okay. Turn the key. And so the grinding is, is the starter spinning, but it's not engaging the flywheel? Right. Okay. But it works perfectly, like I said, for a couple weeks, nothing. Turn okay. it one time, and it turns right over and starts perfect. Okay. The second part of this equation is, is when you're at Walmart or you're at your girlfriend's house and your wife doesn't know it, then if you hit the key and nothing happens, then what do you do then? Well, I immediately turn it back. You know, obviously I don't keep it grinding. I, you know, as soon as it does it, I I turn it back so it doesn't continue because I know the you know the starter is engaged out and it's spinning. Okay, so I, I turn it back. Know. Stop, stop, stop. I want to know how you get it started again. Well, I do try it a couple times, and it and it'll start like on usually the third time if I try it. Okay. Um. And then I, what? Well, what I was going to say is after it does that a couple times, then I just replaced it so I didn't continuously you know for a month you know, go at the flywheel. Okay. Well, we have a much better way to check the flywheel than you do, and I, I, my fear is is you don't know what a bad flywheel looks like. So us gray-haired son-of-a-guns, we know what it looks like. So we'll usually pull the lower cover off of it, and we have a wrench that we can rotate it, and we put a yellow mark there, or we use a magic marker, and then we rotate it all the way around. Well, and you got I, did, I did turn it. I did turn it with a wrench. You know, I did turn the flywheel. Around, I could see the bottom part of it when the starter's out, and I did crank it around, and I kind of looked at the teeth, and the teeth didn't look to be worn in any location, though. Okay. Now I may not made a full revolution, but I think I did, though. All right, that, that's my that's the issue. Uh, you're telling me you've got a bad starter. You're telling me that the starter's spinning uh, and it's not engaging the flywheel, and you're telling me the teeth is okay. So yeah, but, but why would it start for a month? With per- perfect, like well, it would have to get that spot, you know, at some point. No you know what I mean? You would think in a month of starting perfect on the first crank. Stop! Stop! You would stop! Think- you know what? You're talking about stuff that I don't care about. You're asking me a question: Why it does that every thirty days? I don't care. That's not going to help me figure your starter out. When I finally figure out your starter, then you'll know the answer to that, and I'll know the answer to that. So the idea is is that you're asking lots of questions and and yeah fine you got questions but they're only going to be answered after we fix the starter. Then I say you you know you need to look at all the teeth but you don't know if you made it all around. I think your V8 motor only stops in basically two positions almost all the time. So you got to do a few full rotation. The second thing you got to do is is there's only two reasons this is happening. Just two. You got teeth missing off the flywheel, or you got the wrong starter. And so what you need to do is you need to go back and go by application. The eighth digit of the VIN, the tenth digit of the VIN, the exact engine side, the and look at the production date on the door. You need to be exact because if the first guy looked up the wrong starter and you kept turning it in for the same numbered starter, then we've got a problem that with the starter and somebody looked it up wrong on the front side. So there's only two reasons this is going to happen. 
Number one, the teeth are missing and damaged, or number two, you got the wrong starter in there. There's no other reason. So good luck to you, Mike. It, it's, just, it's just a matter of staying away from the discussion about, um, you know, what if and, and stuff like that, because, again, that'll be answered when we're all done. Roger, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yeah, good morning, Mark. Um, I just have a question about batteries. It appears that aftermarket batteries, which, which most of us buy, I mean, I only deal with Napa. I don't go to Walmart or all those other rock and roll parts places. But uh, does the Arizona heat, is that part and parcel of why batteries die sooner in Arizona than they would anywhere else? Well, I happen to know a lot about batteries, and I can tell you there's a company in the United States called Johnson Controls, and they make 89% of every battery that's sold in the United States. So the battery is made, and then it comes down. I want you to picture a bowling alley with 100 lanes, and as I want you to tip where the pins are, I want you to tip that end up. So as the battery comes down the chute, it gets a label for Napa and Delco and the Interstate and Walmart and, and uh, Fry's and Safeway and Bashes. So those batteries come down, but the same battery is pretty much the same battery. So look it up yourself. Johnson Controls. And they are the biggest battery manufacturer that I know of. And I actually met the lady who was in charge of uh, advertising and production, and I flout ask her, what percentage do you do? And she looked around and she says 89% of the batteries come out of our warehouse. To answer your question, batteries are going to last, Lane, about how many years in Arizona? I'd say two to three years. I'm with you exactly. Um, there's exceptions to every rule. We got people that lose them at 15 months, 16 months, 18 months, and then we got people that say they've got five, six years on them. But the batteries last two to three years. I can tell you a quick story. My wife's battery went dead October 1st. Her car was three years old. And I laughed at her. I said, see, I'm not, I don't have a battery. So about three days later, my battery goes dead. So she laughs at me. So we both have new batteries that are three days apart. This is a true story. I don't care if you believe it. So two or three years later, her battery fails. Or maybe it was mine. And she's laughing at me. And hers a week later fails. So here we are. We have two batteries, and they f they fail the front side and on the back side within a week of one another. That's incredible. Well, and, and I went down and bought a lottery tip and ticket, and I didn't win either. But to answer your question, I don't think heat has anything to do with it, but I tell you what the battery experts say. The, the biggest problem with batteries is vibration. So if it's not securely fastened to the tray it's in, and a lot of people don't do that, they, get, they end up with rusty bolts on the hold-down tray, and they don't put the bolts back in, and they don't fix it like they should, so the battery bounces around in the tray. But that's the number one reason batteries fail. The second reason is, is that the battery is supposed to give you a lot of electricity for a short period of time. So if you norm, most cars go, rum, rum, boom, and they start right up, then it's a half a second's worth of lots of electricity, 300 amps of electricity. The headlights take 15 so, but if you're cranking your motor over because your car's not running right and because your fuel pump's weak, that hurts it because you're drawing a whole lot of amps for an excessive period of time. The difference between a car battery is a whole bunch of power in a short period of time. The difference between a trolling motor battery is a little bit of electricity over a very long period of time. 
So that's what it's doing. The, the, the RV battery is a little bit of electricity over two days. The car battery is a whole lot of electricity over two seconds. So that's kind of the difference between the two. What kind of batteries do you like, or what time well, have you had? I, I buy from Napa, so whatever their brand is, but I will tell you this, all the guys I deal with are gray-haired guys and not the three-whisker kind. What they told me was that uh, if, when you buy a brand-new car, the batteries from the factory that they put in brand-new vehicles will generally last three to five years, and any, any aftermarket battery you buy will probably last, like you said, a year and a half, two years, if you're lucky, three Mine's bolted down. Uh, there's no rust. I clean the ca- uh, cables and everything all the time. But they they always seem to go out within a year and a half or thereabouts. Okay. I think one of the things I'd want to do is an electrical systems test because the voltage regulator should control the, the uh, voltage to the battery one volt over um, key off battery. So you check the battery and it's 12.8. So when I start it up, I want to see 13.8. So whatever the battery is with my key in the pocket, I want it to be one volt over. I want to look at the diode pattern. I want to go ahead and load the battery, and we all have these fancy-dancy things where it says CCA 400. So we hook up our fancy, fancy things, and we test the battery, and it says CCA is 412. That means it's good. So there's a variety of tests. Let me tell you something. There isn't a car manufacturer in the whole wide world that has a factory that makes Honda batteries or Chevrolet batteries, uh, Toyota batteries, Jaguar batteries, or Rolls-Royce batteries. There isn't a factory in the world that does that. There's a factory in China that I got some pictures from not too long ago that had pallets of oil filters, and they must have had 20 brands on the same can. So they just spray paint it with Napa, Ford, Chevrolet, Honda, but those all came out of the same factory. So I dis- I respectfully disagree with the old gray-haired guys at Napa that Honda or Chevrolet or the original equipment batteries make a difference with respect to the thing. Why are you smirking? Well, he's only talking a small amount of time, but is there yeah. anything you can do to... to, uh, to- create a, a little bit more longevity in your battery besides the things that you say tie down vibration whatever is there anything you can do to create a little bit more longevity in a battery well go ahead use it every day and and see i was thinking just the same thing on a taxi cab that starts and stops hundreds of times a day i think their life expectancy is a lot less than yours and mine we start it we go to work we start it, go see our girlfriend. We start it, go to lunch. Start it, go back to work, and start it when we go home. Well, every time you start your battery, you're pulling a lot of power out of it. So you've got to drive it long enough to recharge it. I agree. And Good if you're work. not doing that, if you're doing a lot of starting and then short stops, you're going to decrease your battery life. And it's because we don't ever fill it back up with electricity. And that a long drive to Tucson would be an, a good example. But if you're if you're like my grandmother, she'd start it up and go to church, and then she'd come home, and the batteries would fail on a regular basis because that's all she did, and so we never really got to charge the. She's battery. not driving it long enough to recharge it. Yep, that's what you got. Lane, thank you for spending your Saturday with me. My email's at mark at marksalem dot com. Mark at marksalem dot com. If you have a question, I'm happy to answer it for you. If you send me your email, if you'd send me your phone number and know that I'm going to call you on a blocked line, 
So if you get a, a phone call and it's within 24 hours after you send me the email and it's from a block line, when you answer it, this is the first thing I say. Hey, this is Mark Salem. You sent me an email about your Honda. So I'm going to eliminate the fact that I come across as somebody who wants to sell you some African property that has a gold mine on it. So I make that decision. I make that clear for you. So Mark at MarkSalem.com, thank you for spending your Saturday with us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.